I'm Ryan Myers, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for July 30th. To paraphrase an old internet rule, if something exists, there also exists a sexy version of it, and old-school sci-fi serials are no exception. Which is why on this day in 1974, the world met Flesh Gordon. As you can probably imagine, Flesh Gordon is a sex-themed parody of space hero Flash Gordon, more specifically, the 1936 serial bearing his name. Flesh Gordon follows a very similar plot, with comedically changed names, of course. For example, Flesh and Dale Arder have to travel to the planet Porno to defeat Emperor Wang the Perverted and his nefarious sex ray. And while that's pretty clearly a parody, it was actually so close to the original serial, sex rays aside, that Universal Studios was allegedly planning on suing for plagiarism. So to avoid the lawsuit, director Howard Zeme added an opening scroll clearly explaining that Flesh Gordon was created in the spirit of burlesque and satire, even dedicating the film to the creators of yesteryear. Now, while the film is filled with sex, gratuitous nudity, and phallic imagery, it was intended as a sex comedy. Think more Porky's than Caligula. But it definitely pushed the boundaries during production. In fact, some scenes were a little too hardcore, which was illegal at the time, and the footage ended up getting seized by LA Vice Police. And after that, the film was re-edited to go from an X rating to an R. Now, it may seem like this film is just another forgettable entry in a long line of sexy movie parodies, but Flesh Gordon is a little different, and that's what makes it Sci-Fi 5 worthy. You see, Flesh Gordon was actually pretty successful, creating a cult following and a mini-franchise, and also boasted some pretty surprising talent on the cast and crew. More on that in a few. So let's start with the talent on set. In front of the camera, you've got William Dennis Hunt, who also appeared on Deep Space Nine and Babylon 5, and John Hoyt from When Worlds Collide, Spartacus, and Cleopatra. You have an uncredited Craig T. Nelson as the great god porno, and the Russ Meyer ultra vixen with the best name ever, Candy Samples, as Chief Nelly. But behind the camera is where it gets really interesting. You see, the effects were pretty silly and low-budget, in line with the campiness of the source material, but in a way they were also weirdly kinda good. But that makes sense when you realize who worked on those effects. In the VFX department of Flesh Gordon, you have Dennis Murin, who would go on to work on Indiana Jones, multiple Star Wars, Terminator 2, and even did the flying bike sequence in E.T., and legendary creature makeup artist Rick Baker of American Werewolf in London, The Howling, and Men in Black fame, just to name a few. Throw in artist George Barr, stop-motion animator Jim Danforth, and more, and suddenly this schlocky space sex comedy is a who's who of sci-fi greats. Even Star Trek superfan and writer B. Joe Trimble, fresh off the Save Star Trek campaign, was a makeup artist on Flesh Gordon. Having that amount of then-relatively-unknown talent working on this film is probably why Flesh Gordon became such an unexpected hit. It was even nominated for the 1975 Hugo Award for Best Dramatic Presentation, losing to Mel Brooks's Young Frankenstein. And it has maintained cult classic status ever since. It had a four-issue comic book series, a 1990 sequel called Flesh Gordon Meets the Cosmic Cheerleaders, and in the Christmas season of 1982, 
an Atari video game. Yes, there was a Flesh Gordon Atari game, releasing the same time as a Texas Chainsaw Massacre Atari game, the pair being billed as the first violent and adult video games. The Flesh Gordon game was an unfinished mess, but that's a story for another time. Actually, no. The less said about that, the better. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for July 30th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.